0: covey creator and host of always shine brightly i named this podcast always shine brightly because i believe that is what we are each here to do and in times where we feel we're not shining bright i feel it's still our purpose to work through and shift whatever is dimming our light in this podcast i'm speaking with guests who i see as bright lights in the world despite any struggles they may have gone through the more of us who do this the better the world becomes Join us on this shared mission to make the world a brighter place. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have my guest, Alex Alioto, on the on the podcast today. Nicely
1: done.
0: <laughs> um, just before we jump in, I wanted to give a little bit of a foundation of what I wanted to do with this podcast because today's conversation kind of needs a little bit of a, le- a lead in, I believe. But with the podcast, what I'm so excited about is being able to talk to people at different points in their soul journey and be able to bring attention to that particular aspect of the journey. And there are different there are different markers along it as we progress and as we orient more and more into our soul nature that some of the conversations can become. Um, I mean maybe a little bit higher level and that I really think today's conversation is going to be there but what I want to do is make sure that everyone follows their resonance with where they are and what teachings make sense to them because as you go along the path certain teachings will make more sense to you at different points in time and as you move along other ones won't resonate as much but it's always important just to follow your resonance because that's what's talking what's speaking to you and your soul and moving it along and for me I'm always just excited about anyone who has the movement of the soul occurring in their life. I don't care if it's at the beginning of the path. Uh, some portion through the middle or, you know, up higher. And today we have my friend Alex, who we met in a course called Civilization Upgraders that was put on by a spiritual teacher named Bentinho Massaro. And this course itself was calling to people who are, who definitely were oriented on the higher level of a spiritual journey, on the deeper orientation. But the main point is is that they know that are the people that were called to this course are wanting to orient in truth as deeply as possible. And and of course, there's different variations on that. And Alex is someone that I believe is just like his desire for truth is very purified, meaning that his like relative truths and relative teachings are not going to speak to him as much anymore. But I think it's super exciting to speak with him because we're going to be able to showcase yet another person on the spiritual journey and what that what his like outer lifestyle looks like and what his inner journey looks like. So Alex, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> and just kind of to lay a foundation, would you just mind sharing the kind of the overview of your awakening process, and then we can start to jump into different things.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so my journey is I, I maybe similar to a lot of people. I mean, I think for me it kind of started <clears throat> with you know booze and cocaine. <laughs> S- sounds like a uh, sounds like a pretty a rock bottom. It uh, uh, sounds like a pretty regular path, right? <laughs> no, um, but uh, I think it was. Um, you know, I think uh, that for me, the only reason I say that is because the, the sort of the process was um, uh, searching for something, not knowing what that thing was, not being able to know where to find it, um, relying heavily on my career in order to find that uh, that joy, and then when that wasn't working, not being not knowing where to go, so so relying heavily on on, uh, on um, you know. Whiskey and and coke, really, mm-hmm. uh, and so you know at at some point along the line, um, m- I I decided on sobriety, which was uh, a very flash moment. I think one of the things that happens in my life uh, is a lot of flash moments, a lot of like boom now, and th- and at that point there is no turning back, and so. Um, it's something is finished and the new thing has begun. And so that's always been sort of what's happened with me. Uh, and so I think the process went AA and then from AA, it went, um, into, I think, you know, maybe the Wayne Dyer, Deepak place, right. Um, maybe trying to manifest a little bit, right. Uh, so Abraham and things like that. And, and then that seemed to, oh, that's not quite it. And, uh, and then, um, I found, um, Amma Bhagavan, uh, uh, the oneness university and that sort of Brought me to a place a little bit, maybe more in line with where what truth is, but not entirely. And then, uh, and then Adyashanti, and then from Ashanti came, um, you know, Muji and Muji Baba, and, and Bentinho, obviously, and uh, and then um, and then even deeper and deeper and deeper, um, eventually to to uh, non-dualism and, and Robert Adams and Nisargadatta and Ramana Maharshi and and. And now to no teacher at all, to the sad guru, to the only teacher that really ever was, which is that which is. And so, uh, yeah, that's kind of how that path went. Yeah. Never really one guru, always kind of, you know, okay, I'm done with you. The guru is done with me, passes me along to the next, and passing me along to the next.
0: And the best teachers are always going to be pointing you back to yourself. Correct. And, and yes, there are always teachers along the way that are going to be mirroring certain aspects of the path to us. And as you move along the path, you will move with different teachers because they start to hold a wider mirror, a brighter mirror to be able to help you with the blind spots that we have. And I will say with your path of the sense of something missing, that's exactly how my path started as well. It was the idea that for me, it was my purpose. Like I felt like, you know some people are always trying to find the one or they're trying to find you know everyone's looking for something because we feel this lack or that there's this hole and with you trying to fill it in incorrect ways with with the booze and the cocaine and the career and all that kind of stuff it's a very normal aspect to a spiritual oh, yeah. journey you'll hear that um, you'll hear that a lot. People will hit rock bottom and they start to wake up. And I'm not saying that necessarily you hit rock bottom, but... Oh, I did. Oh, you did. Okay.
1: <laughs> Face down in a gutter. Oh, Open California.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> but, and was there like some sort of like... Um, it was fucking epiph- awesome. Epiphany it was awesome. in that moment, like of course you have like Eckhart Tolle, uh, who was woke up at the bottom of depression. Byron Katie woke up at the bottom of depression.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think it was like, I can't. Th- this is not it. This is not it, right? Um, yeah, um, I, I wouldn't give that any of that up for anything in the world. I mean, I, I know that. Um, uh, and, I, and maybe we'll get into this a little bit later, right? But everything is everything happens automatically when you are talking form, right? When you are talking this body, everything just happens automatically. There is it's impossible. I mean, I am finding that the only thing that is impossible is that there is a mistake. It's the only thing that's impossible, right? Um, and so, and and every little form, uh, every little body, every little phenomena out there has whatever it is they're supposed to do, and it's happening automatically. So just get the fuck out of the way, you know.
0: I I agree completely. I believe that, I mean, I believe that we as souls before we incarnate in this life, we have like this agreement like hey we want to make this much progress on our soul journey these are certain catalysts that can help us to do that and then at a soul level you're like okay i'm gonna do this and you know you're risking forgetting it you're risking forgetting that you signed up for these challenges but and so when i see like catalysts occurring in people's lives like sometimes there's a a lot of people want to remove a catalyst to make life easier for themselves or for others but from a spiritual perspective in terms of turning yourself to deeper truths you have to be careful about removing those catalysts because you may be removing someone's growth potential as well and so, and so I always am trying to keep a soul orientation of like when I see things occur in people's lives, I'll watch and I'll think like, "Wow, like I can see how that's teaching them the certain thing about a deeper truth, and if not everyone learns that way, and some people miss the learning opportunities that they have, but in those cases with people I'm close with, I'm, and if I see them move through it, I'm always like, oh, I want to highlight that. I don't want to be like, wow, like that's you. You're moving forward. That's the lesson you're learning. And so... And so just jumping on what something that I think is really incredible about Alex, the way that you live your life with the spiritual journey in play is that your life is still very much in the world in the sense that we're right here. We're in San Francisco, guys. I came to San Francisco to meet up with him. He works at a startup company, total San Francisco, like works at a startup company, <laughs> Found, a co-founder of this. Such a cliche. <laughs> and... um. You and should see
1: what I'm wearing right now. It looks awesome. Such We're taking a, a picture such after. Such a fucking pseudo hipster <laughs> douchebag. It
0: looks so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and um, But what I love is that a lot of times there's this thought that you have to leave the world in order to go on your spiritual journey. You have to go in that metaphorical or, or actual physical cave and start to meditate to find these insights. But for it could happen that way for people too. I'm not trying to take it away, but what I want to highlight is that you're very much still in the orbit of the world, meaning you're every day around the conditioning of the world, and you're holding, you're tapping into a space, into an awareness that is as it goes beyond that and pierces it, and still walk in your everyday life. Can you give insight into that and what that's like on a daily basis?
1: Yeah, so that's that's changing a, a lot every day, right? So um, I think it, uh, most, uh, the best way to sort of get at this is to sort of talk about where I am and where I've been in the last, let's say, two months, OK? So um, about, I would say two years ago, I discovered um, self-inquiry and, and the I am and being in the I am, right? OK, so um, let uh, me
0: just jump in just to uh, explain uh, self-inquiry or uh, if you want to uh, say what it is. Y- or-
1: yeah, I mean, I think it's. it's um, Finding uh, that wit- which we are, and and resting as that, okay, um, and uh, it's really the final truth.
0: And it's questioning all of it's. It's observing our thoughts. It's observing our behaviors. It's observing our beliefs. Yeah. It's observing our identity, and in, and, and especially just jumping in just to sort of like yeah. build a little bridge for this part right here. Yeah. But um, like what I would guess is that, and you looking for looking to fill yourself with how you were, you had to question that this isn't working. So you question like, well, probably what is happiness or what is peace? What is, you know, what is something deeper? And so, guys, that's what self inquiry is. It just allowing you to like utilize. Your catalyst to begin asking questions that will lead, that will dispel either the fear that some old thought is is creating for you or some disharmony it's creating for you, and looking to find insight into something that brings you back to a more peaceful state. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and I think even more for me too. It's the simple question is who am I, right? So that's the simple. That's, um, and and so who am I? And and for me it was, um, well, who am I? And then. Um, it it wasn't, it's not a mental practice. It's a sensing it's going back and saying, okay, what is it that I know I'm alive? It's a sensation. It's a sense. It's the knowing that I am right. Um, and then sitting in that, and, and as you sit in that, there's a realization that uh, thoughts and feelings even can't reach you. Not because you're doing anything to fight them off, but almost like, you know, a, a bear trying to get food in a tree. it just can't reach that spot because there's a holistic sense of I exist, I am. I am just being. It's all that there is, as I am just being. And so... Um, And it's a practice, right? So you can't just kind of do it every now and again. It's a little like um, if you're doing something, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this, but it's like you've been doing one thing for 42 years. And the one thing you've been doing is you have been putting your attention and your awareness on the fact that you are this person called Alex. And now I am putting my attention on this on I'm just being aware for the sake of being aware. And so there's a practice that needs to happen because my attention wants to go back to Alex because that's what it's used to doing. And so the practice of, in, of self-inquiry in the I am for me is just continually going back to I am. I, I be aware for the sake of being aware, not for any other reason in the world. And you do that enough and something cracks open. And what cracks open is the realization that you're not this body and the realization that you're not this form. And the realization eventually that, and this is where we're going to get to a part of this is fucked up, but that th- this entire thing is an illusion. And, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, right? Um, but the, uh, but, there is, but you, know, you do get to a point, too, where, the, where as long as your attention is on the fact that you are Alex, as long as your attention is on the fact that you are a person, you will suffer. Because that's the nature of that. It's not good or bad. It's just the nature of it, right? The nature of a red rose is that it's red. That's not good or bad. That's just its nature. And the nature of putting attention or your awareness on I am a person is that it fucking sucks, OK? Isn't, you know? There's nothing wrong with it. But, um, but the feeling of I am and being aware just for the sake of being aware is total liberation. Even doing it for a second is liberation. Um, and so for me, the practice, and I don't know if this is the direction you want to go in, but fuck it, what I'm saying, so we're doing it. But, um, for me, about, um, two months ago, I had one foot in and one foot out. Um, and, I, am, I, I, still wanted a life for Alex because I was still working under the assumption that my happiness could be found, uh, in a life where Alex gets all the things that he wants. OK. Um, and uh, oh, one day I, I just said, um, it's liberation and it's liberation no matter what. Um, do you want to say something?
0: No, I was just going to say to add to that, like the yeah. fact with him being able to say that, with you being able to say it's liberation or nothing else. Yeah. That's where the desire for truth gets super purified. Correct. And that's how you have so much momentum and speed on the Correct. path. Because it cuts through all the other motivations of the person Correct. that pulls you back into the conditioning of the world and the thinking of the world, which there is a lot of that as to like what we believe will make us happy. Yeah, And I just wanted to add that in as a piece for people to take in. Like this totally is what happens when, Um, when we're moving along the path, like sometimes a lot of times it's exciting to learn the empowerment path, the manifestation path, and that still comes from a lot of personal desire. So it's still the person that's looking to create, obtain, get, receive, and you can still do all those things. It's all great. It's all purification and motivation, but I'm just using this as an example to show where the motivation for truth gets stronger and stronger and creates that pull forward and that momentum forward it gets to that point where you can do what Alex just said, it's truth or nothing else, because that's what it takes to really cut through all the other things.
1: Well, the, yeah, it's 100% correct, right? And because grace is a thing, okay? Um, make no mistake about it. And we are grace, right? Um, and that it's part of us. Nothing is not us. Nothing is not us. Right. Nothing is not fucking us.
0: That's what true oneness is, is knowing that we are all connected on that level. And,
1: nothing is not us okay and when i say us the awareness that is inside of me and the awareness that is inside of you is the same awareness you think about that for a second and that's fucked up when you look at someone and you know they are aware and you know that you are aware and then the understanding that that awareness is the same single awareness but again i'm i'm digressing just a little bit but so grace is the thing so you make the decision the decision I choose liberation no matter what potentially is the last decision that your personal self ever has to make. Um, because that decision alone will kick grace into fucking fifth gear. Um, because then grace says, okay, now, now I I am meeting you. Grace will always meet you halfway, right? If you make the intent of staying in the, I am, you are staying in, in consciousness you are resting as consciousness and as you do that then uh grace meets you um and the more you do it the more grace meets you and it's not a competition it's just um it's it, you know it's 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 just that's how it is and so
0: i mean it's the same as if we want to relate it on the manifestation side oprah has the famous quote oh, you get what you have the courage to ask for mm-hmm. and that's really on the on a outer manifestation point that is your willingness to ask for bigger things. This is an in, an inner one that's doing the same thing. And that's how it's speeding up and meeting you at a quicker pace.
1: Yes. And, that, and that's exactly what happens. So about a month ago, I made the decision no matter what. And it wasn't a decision I made. It was a decision that came upon me, right?
0: Your soul was ready?
1: I, I guess. And I don't know. Yeah, I fucking guess. I don't know. <laughs> and so <laughs> um, and so the way that manifested itself as my personal self was that, I said, um, was that I said I am now going to sit in the I am for long stretches of time, which takes an incredible amount of concentration. Um, it's not easy. You can't just sit in the I am. Your body is, your, your self is used to doing something completely different. It's used to being um, uh, aware of your circumstances, okay? Now you're just being aware of awareness, and it takes concentration. So to say, oh, well, to be in the I am for five minutes sounds easy. It's fucking not right um and so that's that was sort of a process that happened to me was the decision okay no matter what and then knowing what that requires of alex mm-hmm. right is for alex to sit in the i am for long stretches of time and th- that shifted everything yeah.
0: and now was this in a meditation or as you're moving through your day-to-day this
1: was in a meditation i wake up at five thirty in the okay. morning yeah I'm patting myself on the back. I'm so disciplined, you know, I'm, I'm look such at that,
0: look oh, at that character I, coming up. Uh,
1: I'm <laughs> such a yogi, Bodhisattva <laughs> fucking idiot. But at any rate, um, uh, but no, that, and, and, and again, like the waking up at five, that, that, I'm excited to do that. Right. bentinho has got that whole thing about eat your broccoli and you get the ice cream. Right. And, uh, and the more you eat the broccoli, the more you enjoy eating the broccoli. Um, and what he means by that is the, I am right. Sitting and resting as the, I am that, and, and the, and the focus it requires to stay in that. Right. Um, and so as that happened, then things start to break open a lot. So this is going to go back to what you asked. I don't know. seems like 20 minutes ago, (laughs) but, um, but living in this world, right. And of this world, what did Jesus say? I live in this world, but not of this world. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, uh, and what happens is, is that um, what feels like is happening in my life is that everything is happening automatically. There is no longer a desire. Um, it doesn't matter what Alex does anymore. Alex, um, and I'm and I'm, I'm using this third-person thing. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still my I, I, the identity is still there. You like have the, a
0: reference point for sure.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, um, I don't. I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not. Um, I am not uh, fully living in the absolute and, and samadhi. That's not what it is. There's still the dregs of my personality and of the ego is still there. And it's, and it's like, you know, you pedal a bike for fucking 43 years. You let go of the pedals. The pedals are not just going to stop, right? There's a momentum. Right. Um, and so I think that there's a clearing out, really, of the old. But there's a clarity of, of the, what I am now. And, 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 um, and it's, it, it is a... a um, Again, to to drop another Jesus, it's the, it's the peace that passeth all understanding.
0: I think it's great to add like, oh Jesus, this Buddha, that whatever, because it's tying it all together to point to the same thing and show that the truth is holographic. So I love pulling uh, uh, all that in.
1: Yeah, and and I and it's great because the more you know, the more that you, um, or the more that you are the knowing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the more that um, all these. These teachers and figures that you've seen in the past now all they they all start to collectively make sense together, right? right? Um, so that uh, so that Robert Adams is saying the same thing that that uh, that Krishna said and the same thing that you know that um, that Ramana said and Jesus said and Buddha said, but at any rate, um, and so I um, so the, you have to give up the fact, um, or I had to give up, sorry, I had to give up um, needing to be a, of service. So, um, and just to be entirely honest with you, right? What did Alex want? Alex wants, he's doing this startup and he wants to do this startup. And then, you know, I love to write and I've got this kind of style. It's a little like funky. Yeah. You're edgy, dude. I mean, and, you can
0: pick up on in this conversation, uh, I'm yeah, sure. you
1: know, <laughs> and, and, and all this kind of shit. And, you know, there's all these ideas I had of like, I'm going to be a different kind of spiritual teacher it's fucking nonsense. But, but, um, all of that needs um, needs to be dropped. If what this body is meant to do is to be a garbage man, then that's what this body is meant to do. And so there is a letting go of that.
0: I love that we're going here.
1: Yeah. And there's a letting go of that that happened at the no matter what stage, right? Yep. So as soon as the liberation, no matter what stage happened, the whatever this body is meant to do, will do, started to happen. Oh,
0: that's cool.
1: Yeah. And... Um, and so I go into work every day and I have meetings every day and I'm on conference calls every day and there's a lot of stress of every day. And, um, and it's not that those are things that I don't feel and it's not that those are things that I don't perform. Those are things instead that are just being done and performing and just happening. Right. And that's the difference. Um, there is no... There is no uh, there is no more like I am an enlightened Alex working. there is this thing that knows and then Alex is working. Does that make sense?
0: Right like you have a greater driver in the seat like at one point uh, most yeah. of us were all like yes. you said the first 40 some odd years, you believe that Alex is in the driver's seat and then as we expand out from the very like that's a very myopic awareness to believe we're the character. And then what happens is that myopic awareness gets pulled out and gets inverted. And so that greater awareness is pulling from like the motherboard. It's like pulling higher intelligence, a balance of love and wisdom that's coming through. And when that's occurring, you don't, as a person, have to think like, I should do this, I shouldn't do that, I'm resisting this, that's stressful, da-da-da-da-da. Those thoughts drop away, and so then there's a more unified movement that's occurring.
1: It's exactly right. I mean, it's like a wind-up toy, right? It's like when a wind-up toy goes, you wind up a toy and the toy just fucking goes. It just goes. You don't stop it and move it in a direction. You don't you don't stress out when it goes to the right. It just goes to the right. Mm-hmm. And that's what these bodies are meant to do. And there's an incredible liberation in that, an incredible liberation in knowing, oh my God, I don't have to hold the world up by my shoulders, right? Mm-hmm. And and to think that we're the doer seems so makes so much sense to us now. But it's like, you know, if I have the flu and you know, and then I get better. I don't go up to you and say, you're like, yeah, I had the flu. But then, you know, I, I made my white blood cells do this. And then I, you know, I did a little action. And then I then I made my immune system turn to the right. Like, clearly, I don't know what your body does. <laughs> I right? don't either. So I, I didn't
0: know how to jump in. Uh, uh,
1: uh, right. But, uh, you know, we're not taking credit as a doer for the inside of our body. Why are we taking credit as a doer for the outside? That's a good right? point. Like, like there's some, you know, like, like magic happens underneath the skin line but as soon as the skin line happens then what then it's up to us that's fucking nonsense but that's um but obviously that's that's how 99.99999% of the world is is reacting to life right which is why we are where we are
0: which is why I love that we're having this conversation because this is just adding another facet of understanding of like why a spiritual journey is relevant to your life or what it can offer you um and other thing is what's funny is that sometimes this may be very disappointing for people. I remember the first time I was I was speaking to a mentor of mine, some of y'all have heard me reference, his name is Waris, Yeah. And you yes, well, you know Warris. And um and this was like after I had written a book, I'd written a call to the heart and I was excited to get that into the world. I was of the the Shanna character was like, "Ooh, I'm here to put this message in the world that's going to fill me up because that's purposeful and it's impactful and all these kind of things. And then through the conversations that I was having with my friend Morris, uh, he was like at one point just like casually just said, like, you can there's nothing, you. there's not one specific way that you need to be living in order to have awakening. It's not about that. And at that point in time, I was really tied into gaining a lot of peace and a lot of fulfillment through the idea of living this certain life that it felt like a punch to the gut. And so some of you, if you're listening to this, you might be like, what? I don't wanna be a garbage person. Like that doesn't sound satisfying. Like that's the opposite of where I think I should be guiding my life. What I'm saying, what we're both saying is that there comes a point where that's true. Those being the garbage person doesn't matter. What matters is this internal fulfillment. Is there like this stabilizing energy inside of you that is constantly fulfilled and is not trying to do anything to get anything back in return? And just to go back to what you were saying about not being in service alex i really believe that anyone who chooses to awaken is doing a high high Mm -hmm. high service there is no higher service exactly and so that's again where it doesn't matter what form it takes if you're committed to cleaning up whatever's going on in your system in your energetic system the clearing out the fearful thoughts, emptying out whatever it is to whatever degree, and we'll go into what the concept of emptying out is. But to whatever degree you can empty out fear, um, and ultimately connection to the person, which doesn't always look like fear, but it it ultimately is. Whatever you're emptying out, that's a service, and that is cleaning up, 100%. like create creating this like really crystallized vessel that allows higher energy to flow through. That's right.
1: That's right, and and th- that's a hundred percent right. And I think that you know, I guess the irony and really of all of it, is um, is that you know, I hate you know, you don't drop a desire, you don't drop your desires necessarily. What you do is when you rest as that which you are, desires don't live in that place. So when you hear a guru say a guru, a guru, <laughs> <it's>, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you're so, awesome. uh, so when you hear a guru uh, say you know drop all of your desires mm-hmm. really what they're saying is rest is the i am where your desires don't exist because you're really your greatest desire is liberation right. that's really what we all want right mm-hmm. we think that's going to happen through a lot of money and a career and a great relationship you're
0: exactly right like basically everyone's going about the thing that they desire in the wrong way.
1: Correct. And all of that being said, right? Now, there's all of us, there's all these things that these bodies want, right? Now, we're all given talents, okay? And we're all given desires, right? These bodies are given certain talents. I have a talent to write right? Um, I'm, I'm kind of good at it. You know, I have, I can kind of gab a little bit. I'm good at sales. That's the reason I'm head of sales at a company. Um, those are things that I'm sort of good at, right? Um, these bodies would not be given these particular talents if they weren't meant to be using these particular talents as service in the world, but they're really only going to be used to the extent that they can be used if you allow them just to be used and the way to allow them just to be used without any kind of conditioning or anything at all is to find out what it is that you are and then let this body just go. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, a hundred percent. And so, and that is how I learned the path as well. And what another way that I like about going about that process is you can simply can, you can, what, you can purify your desires as you go. And all I mean by that is that if you still have a desire and you know you're trying to get something out of that desire, you can still pursue that, but question it and allow it to see drop it. away. And then that is the constantly it. transforming where you're coming from. And so when you start to see which desires are rooted in fear, and it's rooted in fear if you're trying to get something out of it. Yeah. And what you're trying to do is to align with a place where you're in a giving space and so you're not you're so whole that all you do is overflow yeah. but sometimes you can't some people can just flip a switch and understand that concept oh i you know like understand or tap into wholeness in a certain way maybe in a meditation maybe some maybe have a instantaneous awakening but a lot of times it's a journey of simply shifting where you're coming from and all of your actions and all of your desires and recently i wrote I wrote a post on the same thing we were just talking about on desire. And I think desire is great for propelling, igniting a spiritual journey. It does create the questions that are necessary to work through um, fearful thoughts, limiting thoughts, like all these things are still really good, but then there comes a point to where the paradigm of personal desire falls away. And that's what Alex is speaking to. When you're resting in the I am, the paradigm of personal desire no longer has a place to thrive. And all that is left is love, is higher energy. And that is rooted in, like that is still a movement, an action, a movement through being that is coming from source, coming from the motherboard. And that's where you really get very purified in what you do in a moment to moment basis. And that's how you know that when you're If you're allowing this intelligence to guide your life, you may meet someone and something comes through to say to that person. And it's the perfect thing. That's the highest solution for them in that moment. And that is really what we're talking about as we keep going up the turn of the spiral on the path is becoming a fine a fine tuned instrument to be able to move like that. And that is still service as well.
1: It's the greatest service.
0: Yeah, it's, it becomes a more perfected service. It's
1: the greatest service. The best service the greatest service you can give, and this is, is something that is to realize what you are. Mm-hmm. One pe- person realizing what they are mm-hmm. changes the world. Mm-hmm. And you start to understand and this is not I i it's tough. I don't want to use this in like um in a phenomenal kind of way. Um right but there becomes and i'm trying to figure out a way to put this there becomes an understanding um as you as you are that it's uh, i i am I'm, I'm having a hard time sort of just it's it its the greatest service you can give just by virtue of the fact that when one person knows what they are that reflects and shines on thousands and thousands of the people that they come into contact with on every single day. Just because when I'm looking at you, I'm seeing me in you. I am seeing source in you. As source, I'm seeing source in you. And that's how you start to live life. And when you start to see source in all that is, then it transforms the way that things are.
0: Your energy is no longer polluted through judgment. It's no longer polluted through Inferior thinking or superior thinking like all these things that create separation and create the filters of these particular characters We think we are Create the suffering because we believe in these different filters distortions whatever you want to call it as that gets cleaned up You're putting cleaner energy into the world, and then that's beautiful and that's serving
1: yeah, and but uh, but the way to get there is to be a selfish fucking bastard. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no,
0: I get what you're saying. You have to uh, be kidding. so clear on that. That's your desire. You, you have
1: to say this. You have to get past the I am an activist stage. You have to get yep. past the uh, I am going to go out and fix the world stage. You have to say I am going to turn and I'm going to focus entirely on me. And when I say me, I don't mean pampering Alex and doing those. I mean you need to turn around and you need to say I need to stop. I need to stop doing and I need to be. And so, um, so the greatest gift in the world that you can give is to a certain extent to be, uh, to be selfish, to, to focus just on self. And when I say on self, let me be super clear about something that doesn't mean about, um, taking care of your person. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean, you know, if that's great, eat well and go to the gym and do all this, I do all that shit. Right. But what I mean is, um, uh, what I mean is rest is that which you are, which you always have been, right? Be that which cannot not be, mm-hmm. you know? Be that which you cannot not be, right. and be that always. Um, you do that, and and as Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I agree 100%, and that does... So there's a lot of stages in the path that get the applause of the world still, you yeah. mention activism, that gets the applause of the world yeah, still, it does. and there 's a place for it there 's a place for all of this, but if you 're looking to continue to go up the turn of the spiral and keep coming deeper into yourself into truth, you will question everything around that desire like you question you start to question any fear in that desire for activism, you start to question like what is it like to not have a response to what you 're doing what is it like like there's very few people who are committed to their spiritual journey, and you're calling it selfish. I would say disciplined, committed. All the words are great, <laughs> and uh, of course, you would have a much more, a much more uh, cutting word. And I'm like, let me gentle, let me be gentle. <laughs> That's my thing. And um, it's a good thing. <laughs> and so, but. Well, Oh yeah, so when you're when you start to come in at these higher levels, it requires so much within you not to make a decision. You're basically turning your energy against the full orbit of the way the conditioning of the world is Correct. working. And it's to not go, popular. No, and no. you don't you may be misunderstood, you may not have a sense of belonging. All that is meant to be worked through because in deeper truths none of that matters. Mm-hmm. In deeper truths you know you are belong you belong to source and everything thing that's a subset of that is is not real you know is is takes away from that deeper truth and so there's like yeah it gets no applause of the world and but you have to be able to be beyond praise and beyond um blame you have to be beyond both of those things in 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 order to stabilize in these deeper truths
1: yeah i mean look why um yeah you know there are a lot of things that are happening in the world Mm -hmm. right and and you know um I am no fan of this president, right? Mm-hmm. And and it's very very easy to say, you know, my, you know, um, and you know all of these things that he is doing to the environment and to people on the border and these types of things. You know, I think a lot of the idea is we need to get him out of office because once we get him out of office, then everything will be okay, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, So there's no difference um, when you're active, when you are an activist from that point of view, when you are an activist from a point of view of um, the agenda being everything will be okay with me once this happens. Mm there's no difference between that and saying that um, that you know once I make money everything will be okay right. there's no difference between that and saying once I make a million dollars everything will be okay it's very easy for us to, as you know spiritual folk right. to look at that and to say oh well I know that to be the case and and but it, it the same goes for for all those other things so when I use the word selfish I know that it's a little cutting but at the same time it's um, we need sometimes to be to, to turn 180 degrees. Not, I think we always actually do. I don't think there, there exists in this universe, you know, and I think there's a lot of people out there in the spiritual world and they're, they're really doing their hardest to be of service. The question I'm going to ask any of them is, is there an agenda behind that? And what I mean by that is, Is there? are you doing it because you want something from it? Are you doing it because it's going to make you feel better? Or are you doing it? And so if you are, that's fine. That's totally cool. It's watch part it. part of the
0: purification process.
1: That's 100% right. You said it before. Just see it and watch it, right? Um, but that service will will come to fruition. I would only suggest um, that when the time is right and when you feel ready to do it, uh, drop the pen, drop the computer, drop the Instagram for a second, and, um, and inst- be that which you are, right? Be that which you cannot not be. I like that one, apparently, because I've said it like five times. But uh, rest is that, and then see what the truth is, and then let this form do what it's supposed to do.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. And one of the strongest, um, my uh, my initial awakening came through A Course in Miracles, and one of the strongest lines in that book that serves as a really strong mirror for me is It says, it simply says, those who see themselves as whole make no demands. Yeah. So if you really take that line, you could use that as a mirror on top of anything in your life to understand where you're acting from a sense of incompleteness, where you're placing a demand to feel whole, where you're placing a demand to feel peace, where you're placing a demand to feel loved. Look at those. That's where your inquiry. You could use that as a line, as a litmus test to begin an inquiry on any situation. Anytime you're feeling not peaceful, take this thing. That uh, those who see themselves as whole make no demands, Mm -hmm. and that means they don't place expectations on situations. Mm -hmm. And that's how a truth that's stabilized in in love and source and in wisdom. Like if we use the example of the sun, it just shines. It just shines, 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 shines. It doesn't shine when the circumstances are great for it to shine. It just shines. And then even if you have passing clouds, it's still shining behind those clouds. Those things are, you know, just flutters and just movements that you need to, that helps you to see through. You begin to see through those. Yeah.
1: Clouds, clouds don't affect the sun, right? Mm-mm, sun mm-mm. still shines when exactly. the clouds... Exactly. And, and that's really what it is because you are you are, and things happen. And because you are all that is, if you're all that is, how can you suffer? Right. It's impossible because you are suffering, mm-hmm. right? And if you are the suffering, then it's impossible to look at that and to think it's something that's separate from you or something. So, I mean, that, that really what it comes down to. If If you look at why people... I used to uh I used to fantasize all the time. I was an actor for ten years in New York and uh I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh um uh, cocaine and whiskey, New York theater actor. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's pretty cool, actually. And you had lots
0: uh, of characters to work through. <laughs> I did,
1: I did. <laughs> Not just Alex. I did, you're right. And um but I would fantasize about the career I wanted, right? And um, I would fantasize about, you know, uh, winning my Tony and 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 maybe even winning an Oscar. And but really, uh, you know, most of it was about security, right? So that uh, I was a steady working actor that I had a lot of work and that I had a beautiful brownstone in the West Village. Okay, and so that was my fantasy that I always thought about. This is what I want to create in my life. And bullshit, bullshit. When you really think about it, though, or when I think about it now, what did I really want? What I used to really fantasize about was not me working hard. It was me resting on my stoop, drinking a cup of coffee, and just kind of relaxing and knowing that everything was okay. Right. That was the basis of all of my stuff. And so that is a A sense of peace, a sense of peace. That's what all of if you really look into what you fantasize about, what are you fantasizing about? Maybe you're fantasizing about glory. Maybe you're fantasizing about significance. I'm not sure. But at the end of the day, most of it is fantasizing about, you know what? All that stuff is taken care of so I can just relax. Mm -hmm. And that sense of being relaxed, that's your higher self saying what you really are looking for. Is to be the all that is because in the all that is is a is this is liberation, right? Liberation, liberation. Going back to it, liberation, freedom. You can call it whatever you want, right? Like love or whatever. I don't love to use the word love because there's connotation around it, and there's people are kind of looking for something from it. Okay. But um, uh, um, me, I mean I, I, uh, I, I prefer the the term liberation, but it means the same thing.
0: Right. Right. Well, I, every time I say love, it's unconditional love.
1: Correct. It's it's saying the exact same thing. I just my personal thing is I have a connotation around like there's a, it's supposed to be something right, um but it's not it actually love and spoken of the way it's supposed to be is actually nothing and everything um and it's and for me it's liberation is that word right because the, liberated from the fucking uh, I, I don't know the rat race right the nonsense and so anyway
0: no, I love that, and I think like maybe what would be cool to talk about is um. I think, like, there's a certain point when you're on the journey and you, I don't. it's a soul resonance that you just want to be on it and you're just interested in learning and in emptying out. And I'm wondering, if, like, before that, like, I, I know it's really about the soul's ripening as to when someone's ready for what they're ready for on the path. But if anyone's listening and they're, like, wondering, like, why do you why do we want to commit to the journey in this way? Um Well, that's what he's been saying, it's liberation. And most of the time, the journey starts with small catalysts, small, like like my whole life I rocked along never having to question anything until I finished college. I went and did the, you know, I was on the conveyor belt and I was like, oh, you go to school, you get a good degree, you get a good job. And that's supposed to equal peace. That was the thinking that I had absorbed. And the first blow to that was when I was sitting in a cubicle for the first time and was like, what the hell am I doing? And so for me, that was a catalyst to begin this journey of questioning. And it didn't happen overnight. But um, I was speaking to a friend of mine recently who she's like she just told me she's like my life's my life's good like I don't feel like like something's wrong with my life quote unquote wrong because a lot of times the teachers out there are coming from an angle of like serious unhappiness to like something great or they're you know they're speaking maybe they hit rock bottom in some certain way and there's a whole group of people who are like in the middle who haven't really don't have a ton of catalyst to say like this is why you want to walk away from this like middle ground. And I'm just wondering if there's anything that we can generate in our discussion that would add to a why to look at things like, yes, you're, you, yes, you're married. Yes. You have kids. Yes. You have a job you like. Yes. You have hobbies you like, and you don't have a major catalyst. Your happiness is good, but you haven't really dug into it to know the depth of happiness. Um, but maybe, it, maybe it's just like part of the process of soul's journey and that ripening, And when you want to start asking more, but
1: so, um, yeah this idea of like a catalyst right and i i don't okay so um i'm not at a uh, at a 40,000 foot view you know of the you know being the absolute where i can tell you what everybody's situation is i i do have to wonder this though right um so one of the reasons suffering is such a, a beautiful part of the process is that if we don't suffer then we don't turn around. Right. right. And so um, if we don't suffer and things are just, you know, you're a fucking golden retriever going through life. Right. <laughs> then there's no reason to ever question what is going on and then to then, you know, do the internal 180 and start to see. So uh, I, I don't know about. Um, uh, um, reincarnation. I don't know about, I don't know about parallel universe. I don't know any of that stuff. I just, I don't, I'm not, I'm not wise enough yet, you know? And so, uh, what I know is that I am and that's all I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, I do have to wonder, right. That if, um, if you're going through life, I'll take my brother for example, right? Um, my brother is—he's uh, um, an awesome dude, and he's hilarious, and he's got a beautiful wife and two gorgeous kids, and he loves playing golf, and he's a great golfer, and and he's got a great job, and she's got a great job, and they have a beautiful home in Pacific Heights. Um, and you know, I sometimes I'll, I'll we'll laugh, and I'll have these conversations with him, and he's—he doesn't necessarily—it doesn't vibe with him, right? right? He doesn't get it. So, is there? enough, you know, I don't think that he uh, gets that, you know, I I call it the baseline of discontent, right? That sort of baseline of discontent that those of us that uh, are meant to wake up in this lifetime probably get and probably have. And it's that feeling of like, oh, this is not it, right? And so if you don't have that, maybe this is just not your lifetime to... to, Yeah, you know, Um, I I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing, right? But... Um, the baseline of discontent, which is uh, a phrase I, I invented, um, <laughs> but I think nails it for me. Right, right. was um, was a big, big, big part of of me being like, you know, searching and searching and searching. Is it this? Is it career? Is, uh, no. Is it uh, is it fucking women? No, uh, that's not it. Is it you know? Is it booze? That's not it. Is it coke? Yes. Oh no, nope. you know. Uh, and so. Um, uh, and the really the only thing that ever eliminated the baseline of discontent for me was was being that which I am, uh, and and then seeing and then being able to see the baseline of discontent, and and then know that I am the thing that sees and the the seeing and then the saw, um, and knowing that eliminates. And
0: it I, I love that it's a a, yeah. I love it that it's a paradox, right? Because it's the discontent, and then the awakening is there is no discontent.
1: Correct correct
0: but i, I think you're, you're totally right discontent is what drove my journey and then in understanding what pieces i started to challenge what discontent is and challenge you that's know right. then you start to challenge all the motivations for each of the things that you chase thinking that's going to answer the discontent correct. and it keeps backing you into a new. i mean at first you're i don't know if you're going backwards i think you're like i always say i put a ladder up to one building climb up nope that's not it i then I moved my ladder to another one. And finally, I kind of had the, I got this more soul orientation to start to understand. A Course in Miracles laid that foundation for me to really start understanding, well, what is peace? And then understanding from that mirror of wholeness, peace, salva- salvation is another f- term for fulfillment you start to understand the root nature of your patterns. Yeah. And then that's how you start to eradicate those or heal them or bring light to them. All these different phrases. See them. For, see them. Yeah. And, and it's in the seeing when you see clearly these patterns drop away Correct. and they don't drive you anymore. Correct. And as a pattern drops away, there's more space for something new or something that's real to come through. And so, and so that's what this journey of inquiry is. And that's what this, this soul journey is. It's like, it, it's, it's about peace. What's for some people, peace sounds boring, but it's so much more because your expression is more crystallized and your, um, I don't know. It's, it's, not, and that's another thing I wanted to get into this sort of like demystify this idea that the higher you go on the path is the more like your personality, like becomes like blah. And you can tell from this conversation that, this personality's, like, personality I'm saying right now is, like, personality as, like, an expression, not, like, the thing that's blocking you from I truth. I think it
1: becomes more refined. I mm-hmm. mean, I think whatever it is your personality is, you don't lose you don't become comatose, no, you don't become a no. monk. If you're, if there's a monk, and all of this comes from the idea of a monk that sits in a cave, right? right, right. And that that's what an enlightened being is, right? That um, you know, But an enlightened being that monk that sits in a cave, mm-hmm. if that monk is uh, is Living in the body of, of something that 's enlightened then 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 that body itself is not enlightened right. bodies don 't become enlightened right. personalities right. and individuals don 't become enlightened no. that 's not a thing no. right? If you have a personality on this earth that's what that's the function of that form is to have that personality. Yeah. Now what happens to that personality when a lot of the conditioning of awareness thinking that we are that body goes away? Mm-hmm. Well, that body is then allowed to kind of just, I, as far as I can see, I don't know yet, right? But to just be what it is. It
0: becomes more fluid too, from what Total. and again, this is like from an understanding. It's not that I'm as fluid in this, but um, basically, uh, the higher that you go you become what a situation calls for. Yes. And so That's right. Yeah, and so like That's right. uh, we've had like sometimes so there might be a perception of spirituality as like there's super, there's a ton of gentleness around the being. It's fucking bullshit. But there could be fierceness too. Yeah. And again, you have to look into that to make sure it's rooted in in the higher qualities because the you could see an expression of fierce, fierceness that comes from fear, but fierceness that comes from love is like a shiva fierceness that's just so it's for your higher self but it will be cutting through the ego cutting through the lower self and so to someone that is not doesn't have a, a soulful attuned eye might be like that person's being mean but it's actually the most loving thing that could be occurring a
1: thousand percent it is what you just said it's what is needed mm-hmm. right the sat- Nisargadatta Sat songs. satsangs he you know he didn't really do a satsang you would go into his apartment right mm-hmm. small little apartment and and in uh, M- Mumbai or Bombay or whatever, whatever it is, I, th- I don't, know. one of the two, but <laughs> his small little, very, you know, uh, kind of little, uh, uh, his tiny apartment and people will go in. And if you were, if, y- if you were, for example, wearing the, the robes of, uh, of Osho, if you were one of Osho's devotees, he would say, get the fuck out. And if you uh, would come in, and maybe you had been to too many of them, he would say, "Get the fuck out!" Right? Mm-hmm. He dropped hammers, yep. hammers, mm-hmm. and he didn't care. Yeah. And um, and it was what the cer- what you just said—you nailed it. What the circumstance called for for that individual, right. right?
0: that person that was coming too often was consuming the material without do it. I'm guessing. I'm just jumping in. No, I think you're right. I'm thinking that he saw that that person was consuming the spiritual information like not cons- not consuming it and doing something with it but just sitting back and receiving and consuming without applying and so the 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 thing to move that person along their journey or to bring light to that's what they're doing would be get out of here You're, you don't need to be in here
1: yeah <laughs> I you know I think I think one of the things that that Bentinho had done so well during our tier one thing was I can only speak for what my personal experience was was that he never he never um, he never catered to me right yeah. so I would I would try and say things that were super profound and I would try and ask questions that were really, uh, to, to get it to, so someone would say, God, you are, you are way farther along the path than, mm-hmm. than anybody else here. Yep. That was the intention, yep, right? And that,
0: that in, the, in order for you to, that to be mirrored to you was to have silence on the other side. That's a
1: hundred percent correct. Mm-hmm. I would say something that I was like, he's gonna, he's gonna love this. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't say shit. And then someone else would say something dumb and he'd reply and he'd be like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, and isn't that so incredible, like from a teaching perspective, that... You have to deal with that, and yeah. that's your learning.
1: Yeah, and so there was a codependence, right? And the codependence was based on, you know, and so also my relationship with my fiance was based entirely on that. Our relationship didn't happen until I stopped being codependent, and she kept running away, and I kept chasing her, <laughs> and she kept running away, and I kept chasing her. And then the second that I, that I really felt into it and saw it and went away, then the relationship just happened. And and Bentino was the same way. It was like I, I and luckily for me, I think I. Was was I understood what he was doing, uh, yeah. right? Um, and so, it, it, but it didn't make it easy because I had to sit in that I he. I had to sit in the he hates me. You know, yeah. he thinks I'm. He thinks I'm an idiot. And none of these. Pe- and then this is the other one for me for Alex. Right? Was I need to be significant and I need to be the most significant. And when I didn't get response from him, then I felt like I was. I wanted to be a leader in the si- most significant of all the tier one students. And when he didn't reply to me, I wasn't that. And so. That's that's you know maybe that's fierce grace right?
0: No, that that is because you would have just lived in that desire for significance Correct. if it wasn't mirrored back to Correct. you. Correct,
1: and so I saw it and I sat in it and I cleared it. Yeah, awesome.
0: Know? I know it's so good.
1: And and then. You know, and that's what the process looks like. And that was far before I decided freedom no matter what, mm-hmm. right? Liberation no matter what. There's, the process is crazy because it just changes. And the only thing you have to do, your only job in life, is to see what is, mm-hmm. right? And, and whatever it is you're supposed to do, this body will automatically do what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Everything happens automatically. There's nothing left for you to do. All is well. Mm-hmm. If you live in this body, you literally have nothing to fucking worry about. Um, if you just if you just are, whatever needs to be done will be done, and whatever it is you need to know, right, will be told to you. Just be open to hearing it yeah. and seeing it. You know, it's crazy. It's fucking weird. It's weird. If you really think about it, it's weird.
0: I know because most people would have a ton of resistance and be like, "What about this? What about that? Uh, if I just let it be, how do I make money?" Like all the things that you feel so strongly about worrying about, this challenges that, and so it would be great. For those that are like kind of having those thoughts run through your mind is to sit with it and to see like, can you see the roots of that thought? Can you see like where you could move from this fearful thinking to a greater trust and in an infinite intelligence? Cause that's really what we're moving towards is an infinite intelligence, an abundant universe of, you know, like things will occur, things will unfold, but you've got to be in the flow of that through trust, through, through surrender and in, in a In a real way.
1: Yeah. And I think the trust is, um, you know, to sit in the I am, to sit in the I am and say, this is all that I ever have to do again requires an immense amount of trust because what your mind is going to say is, no, 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 you have to go do things. You have to go make your life happen because if you don't make your life happen, then you won't be happy. And there's an incredible amount of faith and trust that is required in resting in being. If that means, you know, uh, which goes back to that garbage man thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have to say, you know, "Thy will be done Um, and I am going to rest as the I am. And whatever happens to this body is what this body is here on earth to do. Mm -hmm. And then the realization that you're not this body, you don't really give a shit anymore. Right.
0: Right. And then all of a sudden you do feel that freedom. And this like I love that we came back to the to the garbage man example, because when garbage was, men
1: by the way get paid a lot of money i
0: know
1: well, i didn't really uh,
0: think about like that might be a slight i'm uh, so uh, sorry uh, like that's uh, not yeah. the intent
1: these guys are like working their asses off and we're fucking sitting here in a restaurant Shit yeah, like chattering about yeah. recording
0: our conversation yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, okay so i didn't mean it that way but i, I was gonna, I said
1: it i started it um, i'm an asshole white guy that's oh, what gosh. I gosh. Yeah.
0: and so i'm bringing it back to another it's this is a buddha quote i'm sure or it's from the east which is like the thing is is like what happens when you what do you do or what happens when you awaken you chop wood and carry water yeah that's exactly what this is coming back to it's not like it really puts in perspective or challenges the idea that changing your circumstances is going to equal peace and so in that chase in that that's where you want to like just try to like get to the bottom of why are you trying to get to where you want to go it's expression is fine this is what i'm advocating is a purification of your expression so that you question the roots of why you want what you want why you want to pursue x y and z and if you can come from a place where it's an extension of overflow instead of a partial trying to get back Mm. to fill yourself up and that is really like whatever you're doing just like allow your desires to pull you forward in this journey but then question the desires totally yeah
1: totally allow the agenda-less action to happen Mm -hmm. and just rest as being Mm -hmm. and if i had have one thing to say that that is the only thing that is ever left to do in your life and if you do um i I'm, i'm pretty sure that your body will will happen will you know will take care of itself, it, I know it will take care of itself in a way that it never has. I mean, I'll tell you right now that um, I am more efficient at my work than I ever have been. Um, the uh, the sales are coming in more than they ever have. And um, don't tell you know anybody, but I'm doing way fucking less. Yeah. Right? No, that's
0: so funny. Um, yeah. What, like, clearing up all this, like, stress is a form, like, stress, fear, like, Anything that's in that packaging of not truth, (laughs) just to like do one full sweep, takes up space, energetic space, mental space, whatever. And as you clear that up, you free up so much more space, which is what creates the efficiency. Because the efficiency is getting all jacked up because it's coming through these extra thoughts that are not necessary. And when you remove those, then there's just more fluidity.
1: Yeah. And then how do you remove it? I, I, I'm I'm sounding like a broken record, but they remove themselves if you rest as the I am, right? They remove themselves mm-hmm. is you rest as as that which you are, um, and so that's great. And you know, I think the thing is, like, why do we have desires? The reason we have desires is so we can be desireless, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's the only reason we have desires. Right. We want to desire so we don't have to fucking desire anymore. So yeah. just cut out the goddamn middleman yeah. and sit as the I am, and then you won't desire anymore. And 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 uh, and and so you know i mean it 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 it's i know that's a tough one to kind of hear right because there's a lot of you know you talked about um uh, that the world has a hard time hearing about activism, and the world, time, the world, my world, my world, right? Living in the family that I grew up in—a family that accomplishes a lot, and where accomplishment is a big deal—and in a city that is that if you aren't the new hot tech guy, and if you're not, and if you're not worth a billion dollars, and you're a piece of shit, right? And that's the 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 very the very. F- the very disturbed and and hurt and scared world that is san francisco Mm -hmm. tech right now Mm -hmm. tech needs an overhaul (laughs) i plan on overhauling it by the way but uh um you know if you come from that that type of thing to say uh that that you know you to eliminate desire to eliminate those things to rest and trust is blasphemy It's Mm -hmm. blasphemy, Mm -hmm. you know. This the hustle is taught here, right? That
0: would be a really nice mirror, but people will run the other way. (laughs) Run
1: the other way. They will run the other way, and out of fear, right? Because I can't be nothing. Because I can't be significant. When really, you will be all that is. Right. You think you'll be insignificant, but you will be the all that is.
0: Yes, yes. And I, I just, ah, if we can just like put these tentacles out there or this bridge out there for people to consider or at least just try this in your life try challenging what it is that you desire um because desire like we may have had this conversation earlier but desire uh, buddha said desire is the root of suffering and and ultimately that's true when you get to the places that we've been talking about here now of course again just utilize your desire to purify your desire (laughs)
1: that's right
0: yeah that's right and so that's why because the hard thing too is if you utilize
1: your desire to purify your desires
0: yeah that's what i said um because i think it doesn't work to take on the idea that desire is the root of suffering and then you don't pursue and you become stagnant and you live in limitation and you live in frustration correct that creates stagnancy and that creates another level of suffering so that's not really the answer and so just let your desires pull you forward Continue to question them, purify them until they all, the whole paradigm of desire starts to fall away to where all that's left is you're sitting in the I am. And then quicker ways to go there are to put your attention on the I am and then observe kind of like what's happening in your in your experience. What are these thoughts and patterns and beliefs and identities and see if you can start to root them out in the concept of emptying out, which I mentioned earlier on and we didn't really get into. This is the concept of emptying out to empty out that which the person thinks it is that which and which is full of desires, full of identity, full of fear, full of, even joy there's a, you forget about the other side of the coin which is getting super pleasure like getting conditional something. happiness mm-hmm. conditional happiness exactly and so that emptying out is starting to question all of that And the and if in a meditative state or however you can if you can touch on the the greater awareness the deeper awareness that will help you speed up because you'll create that contrast in your experience.
1: 100%. You know, I mean, I think, look, there's only one thing that we know. There's only one thing that we know. Mm -hmm. Just one. Mm -hmm. And that is that we are. Mm -hmm. That's the only fucking thing that we know. (laughs) Right? Everything else is learned. Yes. Everything else is an assumption. It's an assumption that you are this person. It's an assumption. When you, you know, look at it and realize, holy cow, Alex is a thought. Nothing more. Um, and so uh, that's, you know, everything is an assumption. The only thing that is not is that you are, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And to rest as that is to rest is the only thing that truly is. And so, um, and all those other things just wash away. I mean, it's like... You know, it's like you build build a sandcastle, and then a wave comes and takes it, right? It's like like that's what resting is that which you are does to all of that stuff. It washes it away, because as you start to crystallize as what you are, and you crystallize, 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 all of that stuff becomes just part of the illusory project that has been the play of your life, Mm -hmm. right? And it's beautiful, and it's great, and it's cool. But, you know, as Muji says, right, like, and no, I don't think it's Muji. I think that he quotes it from one of the Gitas or something. But, uh, you know, the mind makes a, makes a wonderful servant, but a fucking shitty master. right? <laughs> That's great. And so um, allow it to be the servant, right? And allow it to be something that happens and that you yeah. see. Um, but don't let it be your master, you know. So.
0: No, I love that. And I love that. Um, yeah, the body and the mind are both servants. You yeah, know? and so the more that and we beautiful think, ones too, right? Right, we just have it backwards. You know, we, we think just we're have the, it backwards. We think we're the body, we think we're the mind, and the awakening journey is learning to kind of like reverse that identification. And uh, then these bodies that we're in in this physical three D reality become tools. Become tools, right?
1: And a play. Yes, a and, play. And guess who the author is?
0: Yes, <laughs> you know. And we have like that's where you start to see like, and that also starts to relax a lot of your stresses too because you see the lack of seriousness of it all.
1: It doesn't relax some of them. It relaxes all of them. Mm -hmm. Right? The second that you see into the illusion, Mm -hmm. that's it. It's over. Mm -hmm. There's nothing to be scared of anymore. Right. You know? (laughs) And Um, and
0: that's so true because, like, fear is, like, it's so simple to say it, but fear is the biggest thing that's stopping us from being able to align with truth.
1: You know what we're scared of, I think? Or you know what I was scared of? Go for it. Um, And so I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I was... Scared of losing Alex.
0: Yeah, that's a big fear.
1: It was. It was the fear, right? It was. It
0: feels like annihilation. Like it, the it, mind creates it as an annihilation.
1: Hundred percent correct. That's. It's a it's it's, it's, it's. it's actually. It's. It, it's. I'll take one step further. Maybe it's the same word, but it's extinction because it's mm. never coming back.
0: Death.
1: Yeah. It's a woolly fucking mammoth. Mm-hmm. Like that shit's never mm-hmm. coming back, and we get attached to who th- this little person is, yeah. you know, and so. Um, and that can get messy in this process, and, and that can get scary. And there's a lot of and resistance, right? Because it's like it's like an Indiana Jones movie, right, where the villain's like hanging off the side of the cliff and mm-hmm. and really doing everything he can to 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 stay on. And that right. tends to happen as you rest more and more.
0: Oh yes, because the whatever you want to call it, the ego, the person, the yeah. character, whatever it is, is its goal, it feels the death coming on, and so all it's doing is gripping, and it starts to wrap itself in all these different ways, which you just gave an example earlier, even in the spiritual journey, we get identified with, with markers, being associated with certain markers, we get identified with Oh, our awakening process, all these kind of things are feeding the spiritual ego that ultimately has to be let go of as well, which is how you see like teachers that have really awakened from the character or the personality. They don't spend much time talking about personal stories or their personal awakening. They laugh at it because it's so insignificant and they laugh at those of, those of us who are on the journey, who are like so excited to share our awakening process, it's because we're still just so identified with this character yeah. doing stuff. We're identified with the doer, which you had mentioned earlier. And the doer is the same as the character. It, it's this, it's this movement that is, it's, it's a separative movement. It's still not connected to deeper truth.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah, the, the body will do, mm-hmm. the body will do. It, it just will do the same way that it does internally it will do it externally we are just under some false illusion that we have something to do with it
0: right, right right
1: and so it's that false illusion that's becoming extinct not the body itself right right and what when that becomes extinct the illusion is seen through and and my feeling is is that um, for some people this was not this has this is not the case for me for me it doesn't. I, d- I don't know what's happening, really. It doesn't appear to be any kind of lightning bolt. It appears to be a very sort of gradual... gradual.
0: that's for most people I've heard. It.
1: Um, and, but, you know, if there's a lot of... Um, if there is some uh, 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 resistance, mm-hmm. and if you're scared out of your fucking mind, mm-hmm. um, and if you rest in the I am and then say, this is all I have to do, and then there's a huge part of you that comes in and say no, 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 mm-hmm. I, th- I would say you're on the right track.
0: Yeah, you pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I would say
1: keep doing what you're doing. Yes. Um, yes. Because that's that's an incredible place to be, um, because that's really that's the death knell, right? That's the mm-hmm. that's the kind of that's the ego, for lack of a better word, death knell. So anyway.
0: Yeah, and I think. I think we can probably wrap up the conversation but what I wanted to just share is just thank you Alex for taking the time sure, to do you. this. <laughs> I love that we had we were able to speak at this portion of the journey. I, I haven't really had a conversation yet to be able to highlight this part of the journey and I love that you're you are a very interesting example of it living in San Francisco, working in, in the in the startup tech industry and uh, in in living your daily life so, in relationship like so many people Or I've talked to some people who are like, maybe I was speaking about the higher path and talking about my friend, Morris, and different things like that. I was having a conversation with someone when I was in Idaho a couple weeks ago, and they were like, they were all about the higher path, but they were like, yeah, but, I mean, I have a wife, I have kids, and I wouldn't trade that for anything. And, you know, like, basically a time factor. And I love that you're doing it. You're, like, you're here in your career. You're here. You're getting married. You're engaged. Like, you have fun flourishing relationships in your life you didn't have to cut everything off and just give yourself totally to it i think that that's a wonderful example and like offers like a way for other people to see it can be done in the life you're living
1: it's it's, (laughs) you'll actually be better in the life Mm -hmm. you're living
0: yes i agree you know
1: what kind of parent are you going to be if you don't have any of your bullshit Right? right. Exactly. Um, and you, it's, it's not you. Right. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, that's, uh, that is the, maybe that's the ego's greatest sort of illusion. That's the devil's greatest illusion, right? Is that you need me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, uh, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's a grand dream. All of this is a grand dream. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the only, and, and so there's, you know, all is well, yes. I don't, it's all as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, that's it. This was so fun. I appreciate this.
0: Yeah, thank you so yeah, much. Plus,
1: I got the fuck out of the office for a Yeah, an hour now. you <laughs>
0: did. Yes, you did. Well, yeah. again, thank you, Alex. Thanks,
1: Shannon. Appreciate uh, it. Bye. Bye. We are the love. We are the
0: love we give. The music on the podcast is a song I fell in love with called We Are the Love We Give by Imaginary Future. It's available everywhere music is sold.